0: Where's a good station?
1: Glory, Glory, Amen.
0: Guardians of Grace,
1: what's wrong?
0: Welcome to the Guardians of Grace podcast. Relax. You have found the right place. We're here to serve. Join us. Holding to pure grace. Again, relax. Join in with us. Listen on. Be blessed. Fenders of Grace. Good evening to all my fellow guard dogs out there. Glad you've tuned in for tonight's podcast.
1: I'm certainly glad to be here. I can't wait. I've probably got to tell you a little bit more about
0: Brother Bill. It seems like uh, he's right here.
1: That's right, guard dog Steve. I'm back. Had a few cares of the world, but I seem to be past them. My daughter got her tonsils out. I'm free and clear to podcast to the dog pound.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: I did take a little time off. I was... Doing a little Facebooking, I got back on Facebook. I had some free time to figure that out. Amen.
0: We a, little a little
1: disappointed though. Yeah. Could I please get a couple likes <laughs> or dislikes?
0: We do need to bring that up. We laughing need, face. We need some some comments or some likes.
1: Engagement. We really,
0: yeah, we we need more engagement to boost our algorithms. Negative so, engagement, even. It, it doesn't matter, but we just need more. If you see us do a post, don't just read the post, but, but click on it and comment or or just say you you like it. That, that would or, be good.
1: Or I disagree with
0: this. Yes. And a, say why. Any comment or any activity you do after we post something, the algorithms use that in a very big way, so...
1: It gets the Grace message out on Facebook. Yes. And it can generate into podcast downloads.
0: The algorithms are looking for this thing called engagement. It Engage- doesn't matter whether it's negative or positive, but it just wants to see you guys engaging by either clicking on it or commenting on it or pushing the like button. Or any of those things. Any type of engagement you do with a post that we put out improves those algorithms and allows Facebook to send more friends our way to invite and to to
1: help us grow. So if you don't mind. And it helps us do the podcast when you guys make comments, too. Yes, it does. Ask questions or make comments. Right, because we will.
0: If you put up a question on our Facebook page, we will
1: podcast about we'll, it. We'll do a
0: podcast for you on the the subject. Just spoon feed the verses.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And by the way, I did listen to the podcast. I loved it. Oh, awesome, awesome. It Thank was, you. Lord yeah you you covered the two points of view
0: it was all god
1: it was and it came across that way yeah. yeah but the two perspectives on the former way of life being one what it actually is a former way of life from god's point of view and two a former way of life that is presently being manifested and embarrassing you which is bad but You can have the peace of mind that it was all covered, it was all paid for, and you're always good with God. You can always go to the throne of grace and get help and mercy in your time of need. I thought you did a really awesome job of bringing those two points of views, because they seem to be saying exact opposites, but they're saying the exact same thing, but there's the eternal point of view. And the in time and, and point of view, it,
0: it was necessary to, to kind of do a dry Bible study like that, where, where we just look at eternal thoughts versus temporal thoughts, because you, everybody needs that that dry knowledge when you're reading the Bible, or because it'll be confusing without understand. Oh, God is making an eternal thought right now. He's making an d- eternal statement to me, teaching me something about usually what happened on the cross that I didn't see with my human eyes. Namely, the fact that in God's eyes, we died with Christ and paid
1: our sin debt. I tell you what, the finished work of Christ and the revelation that Jesus is my life changed my life, saved my life. I didn't know what you taught for good eight eight or nine years. Same here. I was a confused puppy. Oh, confused, depressed, failure. Yeah. Felt like a failure. For
0: all the people that are trying to live the Christian life, which those are the people that we're trying to podcast to, all of you who are trying to live an exemplary Christian life, not the slack dogs or anything, but to you who are trying, a lot of people were, were driven mad literally to the point of having to go to a facility to, to get restored mentally speaking because they, they tried so hard and just could not live up to the
1: standards which you see God has set. Legalism is responsible for putting a lot of people in mental institutions and worse.
0: Yes. It almost put me in one when I, I tried so just like you, I tried so hard to live the Christian life and to walk like Jesus did. I felt like such a failure. I was I was sad. I was mad at myself. How do you like walking around being mad at yourself all day long?
1: Because all you did was find fault with yourself. Right. And we never knew till we read Hebrews that God did not find fault fault with us he found fault with the covenant or should I say the reason he found fault with the covenant it was because the covenant found fault Fault with with us us. and there's another aspect of the two natures and the expectation that you put on yourself that you put on the as you talked about last week the old man of us We, we try to get the old man of us to better his life and, and we know that's not going to happen but you know what we also do we also try to get the old man of us to believe the gospel he can't do that either he can't do that either
0: that's a good topic to do the podcast on
1: he's not able to
0: not able the idea of us believing the gospel is something that god does for us That also God does for us. And I I think we should show on this podcast the verses that specifically say it because they sure were an eye-opener for me because I always thought, man, I have to have the faith. And I can even name it, claim it, and a, a lot of crazy things I thought about that
1: learning
0: what Jesus, apostles, the Bible, the epistles say about us In mustering up faith, yeah, it's an eye opener. It's a balloon buster, pops your bubble, and I I think we should do it tonight. I think we should.
1: Oh, we should because people have been pummeled with that.
0: Yeah,
1: Uh, people have been told they didn't get healed because Mm -hmm. they had didn't have faith.
0: Oh, that is so cruel to say to somebody. Yet I've heard it said.
1: And then people with supposed great faith pray for them, but then they tell them, "Well, my faith can't override your You're, faith," and
0: they just make you guilt tripped again.
1: And then they say that your faith can actually override God's faith because he God won't will violate your will, you even to vi- the whole will thing. Yeah. So yeah, let, let's look at that because there is in John chapter six. You're familiar with, you're, you actually pointed it out to me. And, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I was one of those doubters. I said, Right. No, that's, right. it's you got to believe.
0: Right, right. And it's, it's a, it's a, you'll, you'll see that it's actually read right. I, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about the Pharisees come up to Jesus and they say, What must I do to be doing the works of God? And Jesus answers them, but he doesn't answer that question. He gives them an answer to an entirely different question. He says, this is the work of God that you believe.
1: Right. He didn't say... You need to believe.
0: He didn't say, these are the works you have to do for God. Believe. He said, this is the work of God that you believe in an entirely different thought. Not you have to believe for God. No, this this is the work of God. That's God working in you to will and do his good pleasure, Philippians 2.13. God working in you to will, to believe, and believe. I mean, both. Yes that's why in in philippians 2 it also says that it has been granted for us not only to suffer for jesus but to believe in jesus and i think i should cite the verse that says that here it is in philippians okay i'm talking about philippians Chapter 1, verse 28. It says, For to you it has been granted for Christ's sake not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for his sake.
1: So it has been granted for you to believe.
0: It has been granted for you to believe, just like it says in, in Acts 13 47 all those who were appointed to believe believed (laughs) if god didn't do that that's why jesus would say nobody comes to the father unless the father draws him and we'll, we'll just keep citing verses that that speak about this idea of him being the source of you being able to receive him like like John chapter 1, I think we should go there. Okay, check this out in in John chapter 1. Maybe we'll start in verse 12. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, even to those who believed, even to those who believed in his name, who were not born of blood nor of the will of man nor of the will of the human nature the human nature did not will to believe man did not will to believe it was done by God just read it for yourself in, in John chapter 1 say 12 13 14 15 it, it just says it it, it told me because i had a hard time swallowing it told me that i was born again not of my will or the will of my human nature or anything to do with man i was born again because of god it's the same thing it says in in james in james chapter one it says and now it's in exercise of god's will that we are born again through the gospel
1: wow how many billions of people became christians or became born again walking forward and singing i have decided to follow jesus
0: yes yes i did i did too i did too i for my first 15 years of my christianity i thought it was because of my conscious choice to believe in jesus and i was told to write it in my bible the date that i consciously chose of my free volition to follow jesus because that was the day i was born again and i would never be confused by it but this passage says i was born again not of my will
1: or decision.
0: or decision in was- other words like jesus says, nobody comes to the father Nobody comes to Jesus unless the Father draws him.
1: So no wonder no one in the Old Testament ever exercised their faith in God.
0: An acceptable faith.
1: All the thousands and thousands of people that left in the Exodus, all would, none of them would enter the promised land that was promised to them. It was promised a rest. And Hebrews says something about this rest that's just flat-out amazing. If, if if you if you get it.
0: Yes. Let, let's go there. Since, since we're on a tear for these verses.
1: I shouldn't say if you get it. That would be on human determination again. Right, it. right. If he reveals it to you. If he reveals it to you. And what's going to help reveal it to you is is some of these greek words we may even have a redneck greek word study so let's go to hebrews chapter 4 verse 1 i'm reading it out of a new english translation Mm -hmm. hebrews chapter 4 verse 1 therefore we must be wary or afraid really that while the promise of entering his rest remains open none of you may seem to have come short of it. So what does that mean? He is talking about believing the gospel. And as we get through this, you'll see how that means. But now he's going to compare believing the gospel to what he calls resting.
0: Right. Because it, it's beginning to point out there in this passage that resting equates with With trusting in God, when you're anxious and worried, trying to do it all yourself with no faith in God that he will do it for you, then you're exercising no faith and you're not resting at all. But if you say, Lord, you do this for me and put your confidence in him to do it, you're putting your faith in him and resting. Is that fair to
1: say? That's exactly it. There's only two things you can do with a promise. You can believe it or not believe it. God's promises are going to come true whether we believe them or not because the, the covenant that they were given under was the Abrahamic covenant. And what he's talking about now was he promised them a land and he named all the boundaries and said, I'm going to give you this land. And they got right up to the moment, Israel did, when they were going to get the land And they remember they sent 12 spies into the land, and two of them, Joshua and Caleb, said, We are well able to inherit this promise. And what did the other 10? Were they able to believe that? No. They weren't. Mm -hmm. Because man, in his own human effort, does not have the ability to believe God.
0: Right. Israel was punished severely. of the ten spies who did not believe because in the Old Covenant in this Mosaic Covenant believing in God was like one of the commandments it was part of the law that you have to believe in God and the test was on to see how well you believed. but they didn't believe enough to go into the promised land they were held captive till that whole generation died because that generation did not muster up the faith to believe in God even though there were some that did the whole nation didn't and that's what it's like to put your your faith under that performance treadmill
1: yeah it, exactly steve so he he's saying these promises were given you can believe them or you won't but he was not going to give them the land if they didn't believe so all they had to do was believe this promise but they weren't able to were not able to even though they had all this evidence that god was going to come through parting of
0: the red sea killing of the firstborn
1: yeah the ten plagues But he swore with an oath, just as he swore with an oath that he was going to give them the land. But he also swore, you're not going to get the land because you don't believe. Right. But then he says something amazing. The promise still remains. For verse 2, Hebrews 4, we had good news proclaimed to us just as they did haven't we had the gospel proclaimed to us our
0: good news is that jesus lives inside of us to do for us what we can't do for ourselves that's very good news because we never could do it
1: we were just talking about that before the podcast started how in john chapter one it says that he tabernacled the translations say among them but it's actually in them he
0: tabernacled in them
1: okay so but the message they heard did them no good since they did not join in with those who heard it in faith that was Caleb and Joshua
0: right that's where you you can tie faith and rest entering the rest Rest. means believing in God putting your trust and confidence in God to do it not yourself
1: exactly rest and faith are synonymous yes and so they could have entered that that rest because two of them believed and they later got to go into the land and inherit it but the others the other 10 said we are not able to to receive this promise and all the people sided with the 10 but he says For we had good news proclaimed to us as they did, but the message they heard did them no good, since they, all of Israel, did not join in with those who heard it in faith. That would be Caleb and Joshua. They didn't take sides with Caleb and Joshua. They took sides with the other ten. Mm -hmm. There was two messages. One said, God is able. The other said, I don't think so. Right. If, look at it this way, and this is a terrible example, but it's all I can think of. If you think you're poor and someone tells you, and it's true, that you have a bank account some rich uncle left you and it's got $10 million in it and you you can use it for whatever you want, does that good news do you any good if you don't believe it? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Does it make it not true if you don't believe it? It doesn't make it. It's a promise, and it's It's true. It's a fact. It's a fact. God gave them this land for them to inherit, but he said, I swore in my anger since they didn't believe I was not going to get it. They were not going to get the land in unbelief. They They were
0: not going to enter the
1: rest. And the thing that no one understood is we can't believe. We don't have it in us to believe that you just read in John chapter 6. Can you say that again? The work of God is what?
0: The work of God is that you believe.
1: In other words, it is a work of God that makes you able to To believe the gospel. That's why
0: it says to those who were appointed to believe, they believed. It's been granted you not only to suffer for Christ, but to believe in Christ. It's granted you the ability because we have to realize faith does not come from a human source. Faith is a fruit of the Spirit. The Spirit has to do that. In 1 Corinthians period. 12, which we're going to have to look at since we opened up this can of worms, but in 1 Corinthians 12, it's going to tell you point blank, That faith is a manifestation of the Holy Spirit faith is a manifestation of the Holy Spirit if you see somebody showing great faith saying yes we can do it it is the Holy Spirit manifesting himself through that person
1: just as repentance is a is something God has to grant someone. Yes. And that's what you should pray for. That's yep. it says. In, in Timothy, is yep. it? Yeah. Pray that God grant them repentance, and they escape the, the snare of the devil. And mm-hmm. come back to their senses. Same concept. Verse 3. For we who have believed enter that rest, as he said, I swore in my anger they will never enter my rest. So what is the difference between those who enter the rest and those who don't enter the rest? The ones that enter the rest believe. The ones that don't believe don't enter that rest. That's what he said. Be afraid of this, that you miss out on the rest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: And it's the human nature that doesn't believe. It's the spirit that does believe.
1: It is the spirit believe in it. Look at this. Verse 3 again. For we who have believed enter that rest, as he has said. As I swore in my anger, they will never enter my rest. Speaking of the unbelievers. And yet God's works were accomplished from the foundation of the world. That's going to take some explanation. You see the word foundation of the world? The word for foundation is... It means something placed down as a foundation, like a building. It's not the word here, though. The word here is kata bala, and it means thrown down, and the word world there is cosmos. So we have kata bala, thrown down, and world is cosmos.
0: Thrown down cosmos.
1: The thrown down cosmos. And yet, God's works were. Finish from the foundation of the world. Now that word "finish" there is not to tell It's the word "genome," which means uh, exist or it to be. A word we use all the time at Guardians of Grace is mea, which means no, and "genome," which means be. May mm-hmm. it never be. Right. Shall we continue in sin? May may, it, may, it never may be, be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. May a genome. He's saying that God's works were already putting in place before the thrown-down cosmos. The plan to restore was already in place before the fall. What happened to Adam and Eve? They did not believe God. Everything was provided for them, but they trusted in their own works Instead of resting in what God said is complete and finished. And God rested from his works. But also, the plan to restore was already put in place before the fall. The fix was in before the fall. That sounds terrible.
0: No, it doesn't. It sounds good. It's glorious Mm. news. The fix was already in place before the fall, before... Adam and Eve made their mistake. The fix was already in place. That's exactly what Hebrews says.
1: It says, and yet God's work were accomplished from before the thrown down cosmos. Right. His plan to restore was already in place. Yes. Meaning, what happened did not throw God off. Remember, man was created, like it says in Hebrews, a little lower than the angels. They weren't quite all there, but they were created to be dependent upon God or they were, they were created to rest in God's finished work yes, which he said was finished on the, when he completed everything mm-hmm. he said it was finished mm-hmm. but they weren't able to believe. so Jesus came along right in John chapter six and he's the cure. He says, what did he say again in John 6? Yeah,
0: yeah. Let me go. Let me go through it because it's actually in a couple of passages here. We 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 looked at the one where Jesus did not answer the Pharisees' questions when they said, "What do we have to be doing to be doing the works of God?"
1: Okay, let me stop you there. And the works of God were existing before the fall. Exactly. Right. So he's saying the works of God.
0: Yeah, they don't. They can't do because God has already done the works of God.
1: And here it's saying this whole plan of the, <laughs> yeah, the whole remedy for the fall, meaning the work that God would will, do, will do, to make it so you could rest.
0: Yeah, was in place before the fall.
1: Before the fall,
0: but and that's why Jesus does not answer their question, but he says. This is the work of God that you believe. This is the activity of God that you believe. This is the source of God that you believe. God is doing this through you, and that's why I'm not going to give you any credit for having done the works of God, because you do not do them. Look look at, at verse 65. In, in John chapter 6 he says unless it has been granted to him from the father no one can come to god no one can come to Je-. he says unless the father grants it you can't come to me jesus in, in other words you can't receive me jesus in other words you can't believe in me jesus unless it's been granted to you by God. The, the, the next passage that's right here in this group says, nobody can come to God unless God drags them. Unless God <laughs> drags it them. It does say that. Though the, These are all Bible verses that we're sharing with you, and they're saying that God causes you to will and to do his good pleasure god does it through you
1: it's the same word drag that jesus said if i be lifted up on the cross i will drag all men into myself yes and check this out we're still in hebrews 4 for he has spoken somewhere about the seventh day in this way and god rested on the seventh day from all his works But to repeat the text cited earlier, they will never enter my rest. Therefore, it remains for some to enter it. Yet, those to whom it was previously proclaimed did not enter it because of disobedience. So, that was just a picture and type and shadow to show us that they could not believe God. Right. Even though they were shown miracles and signs and wonders and they got to the promised land but they couldn't believe no, no. so he's saying that was a picture they
0: were witnesses against themselves that's what joshua said in joshua 24 they said we will serve the living god or we will believe in the living god and joshua said you can't he's too holy you're going to be witnesses against yourself that you chose to believe in the living God because you don't muster up the faith. You don't have that kind of faith. And we're going to get into a lot more verses, too, because we're going to have to go to 1 uh, to, to, to Romans 12, 1 and keep going from there. There's a, a bunch more verses to, to go.
1: So then he says, Oh, that today you would listen as he speaks. Do not harden your hearts for if Joshua had given them rest God would not have spoken afterward about another day right that makes Mm -hmm. sense Mm -hmm. if they believed Joshua it would be done right but he says there's another day Mm -hmm. this is good news Mm -hmm. there remains a Sabbath rest yes for
0: us we can enter this Sabbath rest the Israelites didn't They spent 40 years in the desert because they didn't believe, but we can exercise faith and rest. We can stop putting our confidence in ourselves and put our confidence in God and rest.
1: We're not talking about, you know, some believers and some not believers. We're talking two guys out of, I've heard as many as three million I've heard as few as 300,000. So just 300,000.
0: In Israel. Joshua and Caleb against 300,000 to 3 million Israelis that didn't believe.
1: Two out of 300,000 were only able to believe.
0: And that was because it says earlier in in Joshua that they received a big dose of the Spirit.
1: It did say that.
0: So there again, it's the Spirit in them that was causing them to have...
1: So verse 8 says, For if Joshua had given them rest, God would not have spoken afterward about another day. Consequently, a Sabbath rest remains for the people of God. Wasn't this what you were talking about last week? This rest in what God did and what God accomplished and how we can enjoy that now? we can rest in that
0: we have to we have to put our confidence in the good news that he took care of everything especially when we've had a bad day
1: because you ended last time right at the uh at verse 13 not verse 15 for we do have a high priest capable of sympathizing with our weakness But the one who has been tempted in every way just as we were yet without sin Therefore, let us confidently approach the throne of grace to receive mercy and find grace whenever we need help
0: We need to come to him for that grace and we need to confidently do it Having our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience through what Christ did at the cross
1: There's not a single person on the planet that cannot do any better than when Jesus talked to the soldier and he said, I believe and help me with my unbelief. unbelief." Nobody has done any better than that. No. That's
0: why before he said, he said, you could say to the mountain, fall into the sea first thing it says have the faith of god and i tell you if you have faith and do not doubt you can see the mountain go into the sea but that's if you have the faith of god
1: or god's faith faith. yes Yes. (laughs) verse 11 thus we make every effort to enter that rest so that no one may fall by following the same pattern of disobedience for the word of God is living and active. Doesn't that sound like Jesus? Mm-hmm. The yes, word made does. flesh, yes, the yes. living word, and is sharper than any double-edged sword, piercing even to the point of dividing soul from spirit. We but need human the human
0: nature from the divine
1: nature. Exactly. The, the... We need the spirit to. To say where those thoughts are coming Coming. from. Is that my soulish nature? My suke nature? Or is that my spirit? Right. The word of God. The living word. Christ in you. Is able to divide those thoughts. You can't. Right. You don't even know. It says that. Paul said
0: I can't judge myself.
1: Look at the next one. Mm -hmm. From this living word is able to be joints from marrow divide, divide joints joints from marrow joints and and bones yes from make up the skeleton system but what gives them life
0: the, the life is in the marrow
1: the life is in the marrow yes just like the spirit yes so the, the skeleton without the marrow, the marrow it, it needs the life yes just like Dividing soul and spirit. Mm-hmm. We need the spirit to give life. Mm-hmm. We need the marrow to give life.
0: Mm-hmm. Dividing between the dead bone and the living bone.
1: I- exactly. Is that my suke life? Or?
0: Right, right. They're synonyms for flesh and spirit. It divides between flesh and spirit.
1: Here's another one. It's able, the living word mm-hmm. is able to judge the desires and thoughts of the heart. We've talked about that a few times. Isn't there two hearts mentioned? Yes. Yes. The what desperately wicked heart. heart. Mhm. And the new heart, and
0: the new heart.
1: The God pure heart. The heart that's able to what? Believe. Believe. The heart that's able to rest. Mhm. Mm-hmm. It's not the,
0: the human heart.
1: So let me just read it. It's in Jeremiah 17:9. The heart that's the desperately wicked heart that it talks about in ezekiel is more deceitful than all else and is desperately sick who can understand it or it's literally who can know it that heart is so desperately wicked that you don't even know it right that you actually believe that you have a pure heart when you don't. No. That's that. why you need the living word to discern. No. Mhm. That thought is not coming from your new heart. Exactly. Exactly. Don't trust what you f- think about it. Trust what the living yes. word Yes. because is. that's
0: all we had was that evil, wicked heart, that deceitful heart that deceives us all the time. That's all we had as humans. That's what the human heart was.
1: And we that didn't even know it. That was the best
0: it could do. That was the best it could do. So you got David in Psalm 51.10 saying, Lord, create in me a, a clean heart. Give me a clean heart you've got in Ezekiel. I will give you a new heart and put my spirit in it in Ezekiel 36.26. You've got
1: Jeremiah 4.4. 4, circumcised it in yourself in the Lord and remo- remove the foreskin of your heart the, yeah. the part that's desperately so, wicked so, so, so yeah he,
0: he says, created me a clean heart I will give you a new heart God says and then in the New Testament he pours his spirit in Romans 5 5 into our new heart and we have the new heart the Heart of the human heart and the divine nature heart, the heart of the spirit, the clean heart, the one that's been sprinkled clean from a a guilty conscience. That heart
1: is the new heart that his spirit is poured into. Exactly. Which is the living word.
0: Yes. And the living word divides between the old wineskin and that new wineskin. The old heart and that new heart. The good man out of the treasures of his heart will bring forth what is good there's none good no not one in all the earth only God is good he is the good man that brings forth treasures out of his heart and he is inside of you the bad man brings forth the things that come from the bad man's heart that's the human nature they're all synonyms for the idea of your flesh and your spirit and what are you going to use what are you going to depend on what would you say was the source of your ability to believe because that's the issue that we're talking about right now are you going to rely on your desperately wicked heart to believe in the gospel or anything or are you going to use the new clean heart from the new man to I'm believe good. the belief comes from the new man that we have in
1: us that's what right after that that passage in hebrews 4 about the the living word that discerns which which heart you're working from the uncircumcised heart or the new heart that dis- discerns what's flesh and what's spirit thought is flesh and what thought is spirit it goes on to say right after that therefore now that we've entered that rest meaning we've 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 accepted that new we've accepted the idea that we have a new and living heart not saying that right but but we can rest that he has put away the old heart and crucified it and cleansed us our conscience from it And now we can. It says go boldly to the throne of grace to receive help and mercy in time of need. I think he ends there right after it talks about the whole Jeremiah thing about this rest. The rest is the spirit taking over your life, doing all your discerning
0: for you what you can't do for yourself.
1: To borrow from something we say all the time, yes. Yes. I love the way it says therefore make every effort to enter that rest. And knowing what we talked about tonight, there's a huge emphasis. I'll say it this way I really want to enter that rest and cease from my works, trying to believe God instead of resting in that He has done it. In me, me too.
0: So bad, I want to rest from all the anxiety. All the fears that my human nature produces. My human nature is nothing more than a self-preservative instinct. And it's just worried about everything because it knows it's not going to live forever. And it wants to. And when I'm trapped in that human nature, there's this sense in which the quest for survival is so strong that I can't help but worry can't help but be anxious for how the day's going and to want to get more done only to see it not happening because it's God who's done the works of our hands unless the Lord builds the house we labor Labor. in vain
1: isn't that the point of the whole podcast the idea that the work of God is to enable you to believe therefore believing now you can rest and not have your mind as you just described it
0: Yes, God is the source of all accomplishment, including believing.
1: That's why it says this work was finished, completed before the fall.
0: It was, Bill, it was. Let me do a little little recapping. We started off in, in John 6 talking about what should we do to do the works of God. And Jesus says, the work of God is that you believe. In other words... He's causing you to believe. That's the same thing he says later on in John chapter 6, namely verse 44. He says, no one comes to me unless the Father drags them to me. Then he says in 675, it has been granted to you to come to me or to receive me, or believe in me. It has been granted to you by God. That's why the Philippians one twenty nine verse says, it has been granted you not only to suffer for Jesus' sake, but also to believe in Jesus. That's why Galatians 5.24 says, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, they're all fruits of the spirit and one of them is faith
1: it is, it is.
0: fruit from the spirit that's why first corinthians 12 7 and 9 says there are many manifestations of the spirit and one of the manifestation in first corinthians 12 verse 9 is faith it's the spirit manifesting itself it's not you humanly Performing magnificently for God and the people around you. No.
1: It's not you, it's him who's able to will and to do according to his good pleasure.
0: Cause you to will and to do according right. to his pleasure. That's why in Romans twelve three it says, To each one has been given a measure of,
1: of faith. faith. And
0: yes. Don't think of yourself more highly than you ought. But according to the measure of faith that you've been given, that's why in in James, he says there is a dormant faith and a living Living faith. faith." When your faith is dormant, you're not doing any works. You're not doing any examples of what a Christian should be. But when your faith is active, then you're acting like a Christian. But. All these verses are telling us that it's not our faith. We're not the source. We do not have the burden of mustering up this faith. That was in the Old Testament. They got trashed for 40 years, 40 extra years, because they didn't muster up the faith to go take the promised land. Well, guess what? We don't have to muster up the faith. Jesus in us is the faithful one. Wow. I've been crucified with Christ. I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life like lived I, in the body is lived by the faithfulness, faithfulness of, of Christ.
1: Right. On and, on and on it goes.
0: And, and I didn't know, I thought I had the burden of faith, and my gosh, did I torture myself because I didn't think I was believing. It. Enough. I I didn't realize that. No, it like everything else is a gift from God and God does it for me. Help me with my unbelief.
1: The, you were God, frustrating I, the grace of God. That's... I was
0: frustrating the grace of God by trying to muster up my own faith. And it was only because I'd been taught to believe it was my own faith. It took me reading the Bible just like. These passages we quoted, those were straight out of the Bible. You guys were listening to the Bible. You were learning from the Bible. You need to be obedient to what the Bible says and understand that faith does not come from you as a source and you do not have the burden of faith on your back.
1: By grace you have been delivered or saved through Faith. Faith. That was the
0: first I was going to.
1: I beat you to it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So go ahead and.
1: And this faith is not out of yourself. It's the word ek. Yes. This faith is not out of yourself. It is the gift of God so that no one can can boast. boast.
0: By the grace of God, you've been saved through faith and the faith is not out of yourself as a source it's a gift from God
1: lest any man boast and dia ek dia by, by means of and out of
0: Yes, all these passages were, were telling me I don't have the burden Jesus was crying out come to me you who are heavy laden and have a heavy lo- yoke And I will give you rest. It took me years to come to rest on that point about faith. And I always thought I never had enough faith. I was just my secret.
1: You were ashamed. But you're not ashamed of the gospel. For it is the power of God unto salvation for all that believe. For there in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed by faith. From faith to faith, out of his faith and into into yours. And it becomes your faith. Then
0: it becomes my faith.
1: That's the power of God.
0: And we could go on and on with these verses that talk about our faith. It it says even when you're faithless, he remains faithful." faithful. On and on it goes. There's plenty more verses that we could look at, but hopefully at least you've learned something tonight. And a chain, a shackle has been broken from you the one that for me it kept me down, I thought I was in the group with a bunch of Christians and they all have faith in I just don't know if they know that I don't have it, I don't, I don't have it well, I never did have it, that, that's what the Bible finally taught me, thank you Bible thank you Bible verses for teaching me that I don't have the burden of having to have the faith It's you who supply the faith, Father. You are the source of faith. Help us all to realize that it is you who produces faith, Lord. In Jesus' name,
1: amen. It's the the word, the living word is alive and energetic and sharper than any two-edged sword. That's what showed it to you. It was a living word that divided your thoughts from his thoughts your belief from his belief your heart from the new heart so yeah thank you is the only word that's appropriate okay thank you guys we love you good night good night you guys we love you